How great is our God, despite what we are going through, despite what the world is going through, despite what our neighborhoods may be in the midst of, despite what you might be in the midst of, God is yet great. And he is greatly to be praised from the rising of the sun into the setting of the same. God never changes and his name is to be greatly praised. How great is our God. How great is our God. Yeah. Well, good morning. Good morning. Listen, it is nobody but God that is keeping us, the Smith family. I'm telling y'all. It is nobody but God. Nobody but God. Nobody but God. Nobody but God. He is great, Kara, and he is greatly to be praised. Where would we be had it not been for our great God? Where would we be if it had not been for our great God? Who keeps doing great and marvelous things for us, despite the fact that we are undeserving but because of God's faithfulness, because of God's gentleness, but because of God's love and kindness that he continuously shows towards us, where would we be without our great God? We serve an amazing God who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we could dare ask or think. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God for God and I thank God for the Holy Spirit that lives, moves, and dwells on the inside of me. Good morning, God morning, great morning on this Tuesday morning, May 30th. I give honor to God because he is do it. Um, I pray that you all had an amazing three-day weekend and that you took full advantage of the opportunity to just be. Um, I'm so thankful. The whole weekend, if you turned on the news, wherever you live, whatever state you're in, if you turned on the news, there was 
crime after crime after crime, shooting after shooting, um, robberies and break-ins and uh, fatal car accidents, just everything that happened, um, all the things that happened over the weekend. Um, but yet God chose to see us through. He didn't allow any hurt, harm, or danger to come nigh us, our dwelling places, or the vehicles that we rode in. And then he woke us up this morning, y'all. If for no other reason but for that, I bless his name. I bless his name. He kept my children. He's kept my mother and my siblings, my nieces and my nephews, and he's kept y'all. If for no other reason but for that. Hallelujah. I give him praise, glory, and honor on this morning. Listen, I'm going to let Letitia come and do what God has commanded her to do and called her to do on this morning. Um, but I invoke your prayers this week. I invoke your prayers for my family on this week um, because we need them. So please remember to call out the Smith family this week. We will lay my father-in-law to rest on Thursday. And we understand that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. But that does not take the pain away. So I'm asking you all to really bombard heaven on our behalf this week. That God would keep us. That he would provide us comfort. And that he would give us peace. That surpasses all of our understanding. And that he would hold up the arms of my husband and his siblings um, this week. So I'm just asking you all to just keep us covered. And there is my sister Letitia who is ready. May the Lord use you on this morning mightily, sis. Amen. Bless you, sister. Bless all of you, sisters. I'm praying. I'm always in prayer for each and every one of us in our households. I'm so grateful to see you all in this morning. Um, before I go into all of that, let me just, thank you, Jesus. Begin with his presence. Lord, we thank you. Father, we follow you. Lord, we come to see your victory, Lord. It is triumphant Tuesday, God. Show us what it's all about. Show us who you are. Let us not lack a thing. Let us receive every drop of moisture, Lord. Let us root deep, God. We give you praise on this morning, Lord Jesus. We trust in you. We guard our hearts. We serve you. We look for you, God. And in this morning, this early morning, Lord Jesus, we rise because you caused us to rise, Lord. And we come seeking your face, Lord. In Jesus' name, bless every, every household present, God. Have your way. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Bless you all, sisters, this morning. Praise God. I'm already just like, thank you, Lord. So let me share, right? <laughs> so when I saw that, 
this was falling on triumphant Tuesday, I said, Lord, you always do what you do. It's no accident. Monday's a holiday, you know, it should be typical for us. Lady Denise asked me to come on Mondays and here it is, it's Tuesdays and it is triumphant Tuesday. So when I saw that on Facebook, I said, Lord, you're always on time. You know exactly what you're doing. You have things set up. If y'all don't know, he sets us up. He sets us up, y'all. So it's no coincidence that today is triumphant Tuesday. So when I saw that she had tagged under there, you've already won, period, with a T, D-T, period. <laughs> it made me think of my beautiful Auntie Jackie because when she says something and she is confident in it, and all about it, she says not only just period, but period dot. Like you don't already know that a period is the dot. She makes sure that you know whatever I just stated, it is what it is with a period dot, period dot. So today we are triumphant, period dot. Nothing further needed to be explained. That's it. That's all. But understand that even as we come, even as we know and we celebrate period dot triumphant Tuesday, it's like the Lord was still touching my spirit like, T, there's still more. Like, it's not resonating. You know, it's like we have this um, perception of God. And in perception, most of it has to do with senses, right? What we hear, what we see, what we smell, um, based upon our experiences. And so we perceive God in a certain kind of way. And we kind of um, base it upon all of those things. But the Lord says, I am not a perception. So when we come, it's like we gather and we come together and, you know, we sit as wives and we conversate and we share and we listen. But God is like, I am not a gathering. He says, I'm not a cliche, you know, won't he do it? And, you know, the other one that we say, God is good all the time and all the time God is good. He said, I'm not that. There's something that's missing in our faith, in our rooting deeper and understanding who he is, not what he is. Because a lot of times we get caught up in the what, in the what. He's a way maker. And yes, he is. Uh, he's good all the time. Yes, he is. Um, you know, just all the things that we say sometimes religiously or sometimes, even if we really mean it from our hearts, God is saying, there's still, you're missing me. It's like we're not taking him seriously when he says that when we say we are triumphant because of the Lord Jesus Christ. Like we're missing the connection between who he is and what he does and how it all falls in line that he is the great creator. That I'm not just a someone or something or that I can do. He's like, I am. And we need the response and the understanding of I am. So today he's coming to let us know that it's not just about what he can do for us, what he can do in our homes, what he can do for our marriage, what he can do for our children, what he can do for in our job. If we need to, you know, move differently in the way that we do things in our households, he's able to do all that. He's saying, but you're missing. I am. 
So I heard God on Monday, you know, last week, Monday, when all of this was being spoken. And then Lady Denise just came on Tuesday and she just, you know, it's like she was digging deeper with her hands, but it just wasn't doing it fast enough. And then she just took some TNT and stuck it down in and just blasted that thing. And then Sister Serena came on Wednesday and bomb after bomb after bomb with scripture after scripture, word after word, line upon line, precept upon precept, hit it. Thursday, Sister Takiya came. It's like she just sent scud missiles, just boom, boom, blasting like we're digging deeper, digging deeper. And Friday between Lady Denise and I know what Sister Janelle has going on, I just know it went nuclear. It's like the Lord is saying, I'm giving, I'm giving, I'm giving it all, but you're still missing me. He said that for sometimes when we go through things, for whatever reason, we, we trust God. I'm not saying that we don't know him, that we don't trust him, but he's like, your deeper has to get deeper. Because along the way in our digging deeper, there is still... I am. And there is this glory of who I am. And the knowledge of who I am. That is. Let me just share this. We'll go really quickly into um, Luke. I'm just read verse seven and verse 13. And I'm sorry, this is Luke chapter 8. We've heard it, parable of the sower. Luke chapter 8, verse 7, it says, And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, hold on one second. Verse 6, I apologize. Luke chapter 8, verse 6. And some fell upon a rock, and as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. Y'all know we've been talking about that. That coincides with verse 13. They on the rock are they, which when they hear, we do hear as we come and we gather, receive the word with joy, and we do. And these have no root. Need to dig deeper. Which for a while believe and in time of temptation, fall away. He said, for whatever reason, when it comes to the time or when the rubber meets the road or it gets hard, we're between a rock and a hard place. We forget, I am. We're so quick sometimes to jump into the craziness of whatever is taking place, the issues of life that we just so quickly fall away. We forget to just root deep. And instead, it's like we just the seed fell on a rock, had no root, no moisture. But that's not us, ladies. He gives us deep roots. We are connected to a branch of the I am. He's not just some fickle thing that, you know, come and goes with the wind. He is the wind. He is the Holy Ghost. He is the Holy Spirit. So when I was looking also in Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 23, 
It says, am I a God at hand, saith the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth, saith the Lord? Somehow there's a connection from what we go through to that to him being all that we miss because he's all whatever it is whatever it is that you need he is he is every single answer to every single problem prayer issue and yet we run the opposite direction when it comes time that we should only be seeking his face. Lord Jesus. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I'm moving everywhere just in listening. It's like we understand that we have the victory, but we don't realize that we're triumphant. And so we behave like the seed in Luke 8, because when the trouble comes, we go running. It's like the Lord is, is saying, you know, as a tree has fruit, it has seeds, it um, has branches. He's saying, I am the fruit. I am the tree. I am the branches. I am the root. I am the soil. I am. So it's not just that we have a part of this or a part of that, or we connect to this or we connect to that. We've got him. He is. And so when we come, it's not just a gathering for us to sit and to chit chat and to you know, share a word. And we dig deep right here this morning. He's saying, dig as you go, dig through your day, dig every moment, dig at all times. Are we digging ladies? And I said, Lord, am I, you know, not saying it right? Do I need to change some things or say it differently? And he said, it don't have nothing to do with you. It's their perception of me. It's our perception of Christ that we pick up the word and we look at it and we begin to read and it's a verse or a scripture. He said, no, no, it's me. And I began to just look at it and I said, Lord, if we could just see every word as a drop of blood, because it's literally what it took, right? If we could just read it and not see a scripture or not see a sentence, but to truly see the great I am in all of who he is, in all of what he does. If we would just take heed to listen to his voice. You know, he says, my sheep know my voice, John 10, 27, right? So it's like we know his voice and we hear it. And then somehow we stray. We stray away from that voice. And then we start going in circles, you know, like the Israelites did and coming out of Egypt, supposed to be going straight into the promised land. Our promised land is right there, literally, because he is the promise. And everything that we need is in the land, is in him, because he is, I am the God, the creator, 
the same one that set the earth in its place, the stars, the moon, the flowers that bloom, the dew that shows up on the lawn every morning. He's that God. But for whatever reason, when a storm comes, we blow. Why? Should not our root be so deep that when that storm blow, we just, because we know the I am has got us. So even if we move a little bit, we not. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Trust the voice. We have to know who he is. Trust the voice and not question it. You know, how often do we get into these conversations where it's like, well, you know, I know I have this problem. I know that God is good and he is able, but I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to go see for myself. How? Why? When the Lord God is God. All that. All that. It is his job to get us to where we need to go in our lives and in all eternity. He's already got it all set up. It's already perfect. It's already laid out. All we got to do is hit that straight road and keep it going. There's no reason to trip on the turbulence. There's no reason to be concerned about, oh, I, I don't have this right here and this is lacking over here. My kid's doing something over here. My husband is something over here and I'm trying to get it together for myself, Lord. Why are we so all up here in our brains when all we have to do is just get here and just here, get here and here. That's it. Get here. H-E-R-E. And here. H-E-A-R. The voice. Hear him. Trust in him. Know that he is good 100% of the time. There is no lack in him because he is all. He is everything. I have this story, if you will. And I'm going to play it. The Lord, um, I came across it some time ago and it's never left me. And he said this, this. May we all hear this. So I'm going to play it. I pray that you can hear it well, but we're just going to listen to this. It's a few minutes. I was in Alaska doing a lawsuit. We're way out in the Aleutian Islands, getting ready to leave and go back to Anchorage and then home. And I had a ticket in my pocket to get on an airplane. The pastor came up and he said, listen, I can save you money. I said, how's that? He said, I flew a small airplane up here and I fly a small airplane. And I can take you in my little airplane and you can save your ticket. And this did not sound. I said, chief, thank you so very, very much. But I've got this ticket. We'll just make our way on home. Me and this other lawyer with me. He said, no, 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 you got to do it. You got to do it. And against every better judgment I had, I said, okay. Well, we went out to the airport, took us by his little plane, and I looked at it. And I thought, well, one good thing, it's shiny. Then he walked around it. We got in. He's on the left front. I'm on the right front. The other lawyer's sitting right behind me. And he started it up. And it started up just fine. Well, we taxied out. 
I said, should we pray? He said, yeah, that's a good idea. We normally don't. I said, well, this time we're going <laughs> to. And I'm telling you, I prayed five, eight minutes. I prayed a long time. We went and got on the runway. He starts down the runway. The plane lifted off ever so gently and we start climbing. And it's wonderful. Not a problem in the world. We started climbing and we flew probably three, four minutes. And something happened that will never leave my mind. The pilot turned to me and he said, we're going in the clouds and I can't fly in clouds. They make me pass out. I said, clouds make you do what? <laughs> now it's been cloudy all day. And we go right up into the clouds and you can't see anything. And he looks at me and his eyes roll back in his head. And he starts mumbling and he passes out passed out cold. Now I grabbed him and I shook him and I said, come on, you got to wake up so I can kill you. Now we're in the clouds flying along with no pilot. And my friend in the back seat said, we're dead, aren't we? I said, there's a very good chance of that. Yes. He said, what are we going to do? I said, I don't know. But there was a radio right there and I handed him the microphone and I said, start asking for help. So he's in the back seat reaching up and he said, hello, hello. We didn't know any proper radio etiquette. All we were saying was hello. And somebody answered back, hello, hello. Don't you guys know proper radio etiquette? And I said, yes. I said, Tell, we don't know nothing. Tell him we're in an airplane with a passed out pilot and we don't know how to fly this plane. The guy said, I'm a freighter flying out of Anchorage on the way to Tokyo. And he said, you're telling me you have nobody who can fly that plane with you? I said, tell him that's correct. Now you can understand, I am sweating bullets. He said, the first thing I'm going to do is start circling so I don't lose you because I'll fly out of range of your radio and you won't have me anymore. And he said, I'm going to get Anchorage emergency for you. And Anchorage emergency will be the people that can maybe help you try to save your life. After about five minutes, Anchorage came on, said, we understand you have a passed out pilot. And those of you do not know how to fly that plane. We said, that's right. They said, well, the first thing we got to do is find you. And I'll never forget what this man at Anchorage said. He said, my job is to get you home safe. He said, that's my job. But he said, here's the deal. If you want me to get you home safe, you got to promise me you'll obey my voice. He said, you can't see me, but I can see you. And he said, if you're not going to obey my voice, you're going to die. When you can't see anything, you have no idea how disorientated you become. Finally, he said, okay, I found you. Now hear me clear. He said, you're four minutes from a mountain. He said, you're going to crash in that mountain and die. Follow my voice. I never said... I have to follow your voice. Is that reasonable? You see, I understood without his voice, I had nothing. And do you understand? Without God's voice, you have nothing. Nothing. Finally, he got us turned. And he said, I'm freezing all the traffic in the area. He said, it's going to take me an hour and a half to get you to Anchorage. And there's a lot of weather between you and Anchorage. You're in for a rough ride. And he said, I want you to hear me. I don't want you to look at what's going on outside. I don't want you to pay attention to the storm, just my voice. He said, if you start watching the storm, you will die. But I'll take you through it. Now, because they cleared all the traffic, several pilots, those nighttime freighters, those 747s started talking to us. They said, we're praying for you, men. You're going to make it, but listen to the voice. That's the key.
They said, trust the voice. You realize your head is full of voices and everybody in this world wants to talk to you and everybody wants to be the controlling voice. And God says, I want you to be a living sacrifice. I want you to put yourself on the altar and let my voice be your voice. Finally, we went through the worst of the weather, but there was still more. And then the voice came back and it said, now, I'm going to line you up. He said, I'm going to bring you in right down the runway. And at the foot of the runway are some lights and they're in the form of a cross. He said, don't you forget this. Cross is the way home. Finally, he's bringing us down. We still can't see anything. And all he kept saying is, stay with me. My sheep, the Bible says, hear my voice and they follow me. Finally, just a couple hundred feet off the ground, we saw the cross. I landed the plane. In fact, I landed it seven times. Finally, it all came to a stop. And the minute we stopped, the pilot woke up. The voice said, thanks for listening. I watch them crash and burn all the time because they won't follow my voice. They don't understand I'm the one who can see them even when they can't see me. But they get the voices in their head and they kill themselves. They self-destruct. Thanks for listening to the voice. Then they put us in a motel room at about four in the morning. Knock at my door. And I opened the door and a man was standing there. He said, hello, David. I said, you're the voice. You're the one who got me home. He said, I am. Do you understand one day you're going to stand before him and say, you were the voice. You're the voice that brought me home. If you're not on that altar as a living sacrifice, your head's full of voices. And then we wonder why kids crash and burn. We wonder why marriages are shattered. And the Lord's saying, I'm the one who has the voice. All I can remember is that voice saying, stay with me. Stay with me. Don't listen to what's going on in your head and don't watch the storm. Stay with me. And I'll take you through. Tonight you have a God who has promised to take you through. A living sacrifice, holy. That's the name of the Lord. I have more, but I'm going to leave it right there. Share that part next time, Lady Denise. Period. Dot.
listen to my voice. Stay with me. You shall not crash and burn. Get here and hear what thus says the Lord says. God, help us to always hear your voice and not the voices of others that are in our ears, that are in our faces, that are on our jobs, that are in our beds, that are sitting at our tables, that are riding in the cars with us. God, help us to hear only your voice. and not that of another. God says that my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. God, help us to know without a shadow of a doubt Even in the midst of a tornado, personally, that you will help us land the plane by listening to your voice, the plane of our hearts, the plane of our minds, the plane of our spirit. God, help us. I pray that for anyone that is struggling to hear and obey the voice of God, that you now understand who he is. What he is, is who he is. What he does, is who he is. It's just God. And it's just God and God alone. Hear and obey the voice of God today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, third, every day that God gives you breath in your body. Hear and obey the I am for I am is everything that you need. I am is everything that you are. I am is 
everything and every place that you go, I am in the car, in the store, in the shower, laying down, watching TV. T, thank you for obeying the voice of God for We will see y'all tomorrow morning because literally there's nothing else to say. God has already spoken. So let the church say amen. We will get you the recording, but not after, not until after she shares the final piece because we don't want to release it until God releases her to share. Have an amazing day. And in your amazing day, trust the voice of God. Where he leads you, you should follow. What he says to you, you should do. Swiftly. Because it's the swiftly that is obeying. When your parents told you to do something, you didn't wait. You did it because if you delayed in doing it, you got in trouble. Don't delay in doing what God is telling you to do because there's a disobedience in the delay. If he says it, do it. If he shows you, fix it. Whatever the Lord says, literally, just do. Letitia, may God bless you and keep you. May he meet every need that you have on today, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because you follow the voice of I am. Thank you for the strong reminder that it is well. Have an amazing day, you all. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.